Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Breaching Extinction podcast. I hope you guys all had a wonderful week. Um, you are here for our semi bi weekly episodes, shorter little episodes that are like not so depressing because sometimes talking about extinction stuff is sad. Um, so I'm here with Maddie and Liam as usual, and um, we are here this week to talk about orca trends, which is a weird, this is a weird topic for me personally, I feel like, because I, yeah, we'll, we'll get into why, like, it's weird, but what is a trend? So, um, some people have, have said that orcas have, you know, quote unquote, trendy behavior, which essentially is this idea that like, you know, they will do a certain behavior for a period of time. Um, and it's not necessarily something that's going to help with their survival. Um, it could be like a social or a playful behavior or something like that. And it's not necessarily a behavior that sticks around. Um, I feel weird calling anything a trend because I'm like, how do we, how do we know? Like, how do we know? And also like, how do we know that they're not doing it all the time? Like, unless you're like actually studying it, like just observing something happen a few times doesn't mean like they're not doing it while you're not looking. Also, like maybe it does have like some survival like purpose that we don't know about I don't know so I'm always just like hesitant when 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 assigning like animals behavior I don't know we've talked about this a lot in other episodes too of just like where's the line with altruism and with saying thing you know with you know what whales are but anyways so with the southern residents um we have had we've seen like one of the, you know, described trends is that they like to wear salmon as hats. <laughs> this whole conversation just seems so silly to me as like an objective, like type thinker. Um, but anyways, so they like to balance salmon on their heads. Um, it's been observed a few times. Um, and it was recently observed by California transients with ocean sunfish here in the Monterey Bay. So that's pretty interesting. Um, do one of you guys care to jump in and share some more orca trends? Well, uh, uh, yeah. So, um, or, or go ahead, or, Liam. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, a lot of the 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 quote unquote trends, which essentially are just you know behavioral patterns that are just unique to separate to different cultures of orca. Um, for what? Uh, for I mean, different species of orca. Uh, for one, um, a, another famous uh, example is uh, are the northern residents, which are usually around the the upper half of um, British Columbia. And one of the one of the quote unquote trends that they like to do, which is more of a cultural, which is more likened to a cultural practice, is they would um, is they would rub them. Is that there's a very specific plot of um of coastline that has that's kind of rocky and what they like to do in this area is they like to rub themselves on it now you know at first glance it, it's likely that this actually does have some survival um some survival necessity as it could very easily help with uh with getting you know, old skin off of off of whales, since you know whales to, uh, whales also sh uh, shed. Um, but since this 
particular one doesn't seem to, this particular way of getting off dead skin doesn't seem to show up in other, in other species of whale, then it's likely that this could be a practice unique specifically to them and could be likened to a specific cultural practice similar to cultural practices that exist with humans and different cultures of people. Right. So yeah, that's kind of, that's yeah, that's ultimately what it, this kind of stems from. Erica, you are you are right in that I think calling it trends might be a little bit mm, a little bit of a slippery slope as it can't it isn't quite an accurate way of of putting it, but I guess it it is kind of likened to since you know there's there's quote unquote trends that you know in this case with the southern resonance and the transients which seem to last only for a short while and then you have the trends where it it seems to be culturally unique to certain pots of whales and then there are the ones and then there are the ones like you know playing with kelp that seem to be universal with uh, various uh, with various uh, species of orca that have access to kelp so anyway yeah yeah no i think like i don't know it's just I think for the sake of like, we'll just call this like a whale pop culture type of discussion versus like a science-based thing. Cause these are all, I don't know, I like, it doesn't seem like it's like a harmful thing to like, you know, say, but I'm always like hesitant to like definitively be like, I feel like it just seems silly to be like, this is a trend. Like, we don't, we don't know that. There's no way to know that. Um, Like, and I don't know for this like a lot of people say that and I'm like you know for the sake of whale pop culture like I said we'll call it that but like I don't know I just it seems like a harmless thing to do but I'm just always hesitant to like you know say that things are happening when there's no like scientific I don't know or use words when there's no scientific backing but yeah anywho so whales do cool things we think that whales have culture that that is uh, more scientifically backed than the word trends but yeah Maddie I know you've got some some orca trends for us do you care to share yes yeah I'd love to jump in there uh of course love what you guys are saying I don't know enough about killer whales and killer whale research and like current literature on killer whales to call it a trend so I agree with what we're saying on that topic of like what words to use. And I also totally like 100% agree with, like, I don't like to spread information or like, yeah, I guess because being a part of this podcast and the things we've talked about are like, for me, it's very important to whatever I'm going to say to be credible or scientifically, scientifically backed in a context like this. So I think I'm agreeing with what we're talking about with this kind of like pop culture conversation. Um, so I just wanted to say my two cents there because I agree both. I'm like a stickler for like real information. You know, like I go down all sorts of rabbit holes to find the paper that, you know, has, shows the evidence and stuff like that. And I think it's really important. And I think we've talked about it before to be, um, what do we call it? Like critical thinkers or healthy skepticism, stuff yeah. like that. So I think that's kind of what we're talking about with the overall theme of these trends, uh, trends is in air quotes there. So the trend that I found in orcas that's pretty recent and most people have probably heard of is this trend of groups of orcas off the coast of uh, the Western coast of Europe, which is like Portugal, Spain, and France. 
killer whales have been ramming into small boats. Um, I think this was first documented in 2020, so it's a like a recent trend, right? Um, and researchers and people don't really know why they're doing it. So I thought this one was really interesting and I sort of spent a lot of time kind of reading about what we know about this trend of these killer whales ramming into boats. And so I guess, according to reports that orcas ram repeatedly into small boats and they almost always go for the rudder, in some cases, snapping, cracking or otherwise breaking the rudder. Uh, the damage is usually severe and in some cases, a few ships have sunk. Um, and by the way, this information is coming from an article I found online from Discover Magazine. So I didn't actually find any, there are papers out there, but I, I don't have any like hard sources of like scientific journal articles on this trend. Um, but I'll talk about sort of where this information is coming from, mainly from an article in Discover Magazine, which is like a news report. Um, so this article refers to a man by the name of Alfredo Lopez. He is a biologist from the University of Santiago, and he's a member of the Grupo de Trabajo Orca Atlantica, uh, which in English is the Atlantic Orca Working Group. And it's an organization that is monitoring the situation. And so he has explained, Lopez has explained that there are at least 15 individuals from six different groups that participate or are observers of this behavior. So it's like a really small group of killer whales. Most of them are juveniles, um, but they are from this group of orcas known as the Iberian killer whales. I looked a little bit more into these Iberian killer whales, and I guess they are a critically endangered subpopulation of killer whales. So kind of reminded me of the Southern residents. They're kind of this like special group of killer whales that um, lives off the Iberian Peninsula and the Iberian Peninsula is just referring to that um, like west part of Europe that includes Portugal and Spain that kind of like sticks out. So that's the area we're talking about. Um, what else did I have here? Okay, so I thought it was interesting. Like I wanted to look more into this, uh, this Grupo de Trabajo Orca Atlantica, which I'm going to call GTOA going forward. And just to give you guys some context, this group is dedicated to the conservation and management of this endangered subpopulation of the Iberian killer whales. They're also about that group, they're resident tuna eaters. So I don't know, I just, I liked these parallels that I was seeing between, cause you guys were talking about the Southern residents and they have these trends, air quotes of wearing their little salmon hats. This group of killer whales seems very similar to me like the Southern residents because it's a small group, it's critically endangered, they're resident and they are fish eaters um, eating only tuna. They don't eat mammals. Um, more, I just, I'm all, always like uh, wanting to know where the funding is coming from, for, from the information that I'm reading. So the information from the GTOA comes from this project called Friendship Orcas, which is funded by an organization called Santander for the Seas Call of the Santander Foundation. So of course I had to look that up. I looked up this foundation, the Santander Foundation, and I guess it's like, um, how do I say? It's like, a, I mean, I guess it's just a, a big organization, but the overall Santander Foundation is headquartered in Madrid, Spain, and it has an aim of building a more equitable, inclusive, and sustainable society. So that foundation funds the Friendship Orcas 
project, which is a two-year project that aims to address conservation problems. Um, a lot of more information that I have on this is just like the funding and these different projects, but I just thought it's really interesting of all these different collaborative efforts going on in this area of Spain that are trying to like address this problem of these orcas ramming the boats. And they're calling it a problem because the orcas are getting injured and boats are getting damaged in some cases sunk. Um, and so they're kind of, you know, we're hoping this trend will die out like we've seen other orca trends. Yeah. Um, we really don't know. And I think, you know, that's all the information I'll share now. If you guys want more information, you know, reach out. Um, I have tons of sources and, and stuff on that, that trend of ramming the boats, kind of crazy. And we will definitely link um, any information that we have on said trends um, below. And also feel free to let us know your thoughts on whale culture and potentially whale trends. Always love to hear it, hear what people have to say. Um, and thank you guys for listening and joining us on our little like whale pop culture <laughs> discussion this morning. Um, all right. Well, thanks everybody. And we will, well, I guess we won't see any of you. We'll never see any of you. We'll hopefully you'll hear from us <laughs> in a few weeks. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.